Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Come in or come one, come all. Everybody come. We're back. Geezy, we took a week off. Uh, last Tuesday was a special AEW Dynamite uh, for those who are in the know. And uh, that meant Kevin and I went live after Dynamite. That's what we like to do. That's typically the, the order of operations is we're live after Dynamite. We break down all the headlines and wrestling news. Uh, and then we run down Dynamite. So we did that. Uh, and then Wednesday, I had a funeral. So I was in no mood to talk football. I was in no mood to build parlays. I was in no mood to discuss wrestling with Gino. Like this whole Tuesday night, like capsule, this whole Vleeties Live, you know, like I really do look at it as an event. And I just wasn't in the mood to show up for that event. I was really, really in a dark place. But I'm in a better place now. How are you? I'm good, man. I, I know what you're saying. It, this is a show it's a not not a performance because it's us but it takes energy <laughs> i don't talk like this all fucking day usually i'm quiet doing work on the computer I'm this is all, all the talking i have in me okay i'm talking all day I'm, I'm in phone sales i'm always on this phone here but keezy what a what a weekend it was though uh but i guess the main event happened today right like there's there's been an ongoing storyline that you know, that I feel like only we really care about. Like, we don't watch the WNBA, <laughs> but it has been a huge theme, the whole Brittany Griner and Russia scenario. So uh, today the news broke that she's serving the full nine-year sentence in Russia. And, like, and look, I, I know, and I, I had this discussion with my boss today, like, like, I know she broke a law, whatever. But for me, I am a little I'm more worried about her than I feel most of the like the country is because everybody goes, yeah, she's going to be in a Russian prison. I think people have this imagination that prison is like orange is the new black or prison prison is like the longest yard. Like it's going to be a fun experience. She's not going to America prison. She's going to Russian. What do they call it? Like a Russian penal colony? Like the she, fucking gulag, bro. She is going to a nightmare hellhole. And why are people? Like, why are people not doing whatever they can to get her back? So, I, I know, on one side, <coughs> she broke a law. But it's also in Russia where it's like, it's marijuana, which is Put not... That shit thank you so much. I wanted to break up. It sounded interesting there. Um, <laughs> so, thank you so much. I'm not even... Oh, it was a hydrate for me. Hate me. Here's some... I got a, I got a 50 ounce of water here. But what... <sighs> We've, we've talked about it before. Now that it's official, nine years in prison, the only way we're getting her out of there is we got to exchange like a terrorist for her. Like, what are your thoughts? Are, are you on the side of, hey, don't take drugs in? Are you on the side of, we need to get her back? Like, what's your what's your reaction just hearing, hey, Brittany Griner, WNBA superstar, is now going to be serving nine years in a Russian prison? Man, I, it's so all over the board for me because I really don't like her. I'm not going to say I hate her. <laughs> But before any of this happened, like I just, she bugs the shit out of me. Right. So I am firmly on the side of you're the idiot who brought weed into Russia. Sure. But I don't know. I don't know who was it in the Discord today that was like, <clears throat> yeah, America doesn't imprison people for weed all the time. <laughs> but there's people fucking rotting in prison for weed. So. Well, Until we let them out, I don't know why we're going to trade a fucking terrorist to get her out. And I guess my argument to that would once again be that like American prison is three hots in a cot. Like you're, it, prison is really just being put on timeout. Like you still have internet, you still have food, you still have a place to sleep. 
these ru- like the, the Russian penal colony sounds like a nightmare. I mean, <laughs> like it sounds like a concentration camp. And I even brought up the story to my boss today, but I could not remember the dude's name. Uh, remember the guy who like uh, he like desecrated the Korean flag in an airport and he got put in yeah. a con- concentration camp. Do you remember That's that guy? That's completely different, dude. <laughs> you think a Russian prison? North Korea versus Russia? Dude, I think Russian prisons are just as bad as Korean North Korean prisons. <laughs> like, well, I, it wasn't even that it was that they intentionally fucking poisoned him and killed him before he came home. Like, uh, well, is that what happened? They poisoned him and they made sure that he would die when he got back. It had to be. He just magically got sick the day before he came home and fucking went into a coma. Dude, look at Fox News on May 22nd. I mean, Russian society became more like North Korea, experts say. Mm. Like, Malachi Black says North Korea don't have prisons, they have death. That Yeah, they, they, have, <laughs> they actually have concentration camps. But yeah. like when I think of a Russian prison, and they called it a penal colony. Like, I, like We can keep saying the word prison. Prison almost has a different connotation now. In America... People spend so much time in prison. I think we've been desensitized to what prison really could be or, or is. Like you hear about Japan prisons where you get like one meal a day and you're sleeping in a like a three by five box. Like, oh, this is your cube. This is your Gino cube. Hang out in the Gino cube all day. <laughs> like that. Like, well, he does it like by choice. So what's the problem here? Like I just think if I'm if I'm Brittany Griner and yeah. There's so many narratives here that I do kind of think like, okay, like let's settle down. Of course, like LeBron James had the worst take. And if my boss is listening to this, I should have brought this up today because he likes LeBron James and I hate LeBron James. Le- LeBron suggested it might be better to stay in Russia. So he, he, he thought America was so bad. Like pff, might as well stay there. I mean, pff, no, they're less racist in Russia. Like, no, they're way more racist. Uh, so she, if what you're looking for, she's going to be in Correctional colony number one. Oh, thank you. Okay, so I'm trying to find pictures of this place. Yeah, that's correctional colony number one. Uh, because <laughs> even is- that, even that sounds horrific. That sounds like a novel, like a, the, like a horrific prison inside a Russian penal colony, theunheard.com. Uh, and, and just everything about like what we're hearing. Like, at least for me, because I do a little bit more research. I think a lot of people do live in hashtags and headlines. You know, Brittany Griner, uh, she broke a law in Russia. It's like she had a vape pen with a little weed oil in it. So already it's like, ah, are we, where'd she get it? She must have got ah. it in Russia. Let's get the supplier. Why can't we flip it? Um, she didn't get it in Russia. She flew into Russia with it. You think she hid that somewhere? No way, bro. She she has. I think she probably didn't even. I would 100% believe if she was just like. It was in my fucking suitcase. I didn't even know. Let's see. Because here she probably just has weed everywhere. So unlike in Germany where the death and concentration camps of the Nazi regime have have become (laughs) monuments to sins of fascism, the spirit of Stalinist oppression so vividly described by Alexander, Russian last name, has survived in modern Russia with penal colonies constituting an integral part of the country's correctional system. In fact, these... Corrective labor colonies are the most common type of prison in the, in the Russian Federation. So again, she's not going to go sit down and read a magazine for eight, nine years. They're going to be putting well, her. This is works. This is a labor camp. She's fucking six foot nine, two oh five. Why wouldn't they get work out of her, dude? Or at least make her play for the Russian national team. Can you imagine <laughs> the controversy? That'd uh, be sick. They're like. The whole time you're here, we'll cut your sentence in half if you play for the national team. You're going to have to win us a gold medal. Anything less, we're going to add time onto your sentence. <laughs> Every loss. 
Thank you, Malachi. Is an extra week in prison. Nathan Weller gifted a sub to Quigley. Thank you so much. If you're listening on the podcast, chova.live slash Vleeties, Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Central Standard. Oh, wow. Oh, and an Alexa Ew, bomb from what? Nathan Weller as well. He's so fired up that we're back, but he wants he likes the football part. Although he was the one who did post in the Discord, like, Pretty Grinder got nine years. Um, <laughs> like, and... Like reading the deets and that, like as as we're going through, this is a labor camp. Like such stories are of course numerous. A member of an activist group, Pussy Riot. I'm reading this from a magazine. Was sentenced. Oh, to, Pussy Riot. Yeah. Sentenced. You're to know two, Pussy Riot. I I feel like I remember, but I I don't want to remember. Uh, so they were in the Mardovia camp in 2012 for hooliganism motivated by religious hatred. After her group staged an illegal performance in a cathedral in Moscow, she recalled how on arrival the camp administrator assured her they would break her will. Just imagine getting there. I mean, this is like, this is Ivan Drago as you walk in. I must break you. And we will break your will. The forced labor of stitching police uniforms was intended to humiliate her. She is also an anti-police activist. Uh, oh, it remains unclear. But uh, that almost seems irrelevant when you consider she was fed rotten potatoes. She worked 17-hour days. She lived in freezing conditions and often had her privileges, in quotations, which included the privilege to wash or visit the toilet removed. So imagine that. Brittany Griner is going to have to like, hey, I really need to go to the bathroom. Too bad. Like, they're, they're not. Please, this is, here's the problem with being in America. This is like half the world's daily normal life. <laughs> That is. You think it. people in the middle of Africa have priv- privileges to shit in a toilet? That's well, and of course, this always comes down to, uh, like, it always does come down to like America being the best, and everybody wants to hate America, <laughs> and everyone wants to be a victim. You are in the best country if you were born here. You are fucking welcome. Be grateful for what you have, because this place has a prison where they serve you rotten potatoes. Like, imagine that, just like. Like in a prison now, there's like, I mean, we watch shows where there's prisons. You get like beans, you get some meat, little veggies. You get, I mean, you're basically keto. And, and <laughs> here you are, here you are in a Russian prison where the, I'm sure the guards are like having potatoes. And then one day the cook's like, these potatoes are spoiled. Feed them to Brittany Griner. Like that's, they're going to get joy out of feeding people rotten potatoes. Oh, yeah. She's going to real prison. This is like Africa prison. This isn't. This isn't America. This isn't Huntsville, Texas. Like you're, this is a real place that people are going to right now. And it's not even like America prison is okay. It's I'm terrified of American prison because you're gonna get fucked or stabbed unless you join a gang. But or like, both. dude, I want to go to jail in Norway, bro. You gotta look up what that looks like. Well, and I and I even Those Scandinavian countries like you got your own room. You got a TV, you got all kinds of shit, your own little kitchen. If you're rich enough, we have that stuff for you in America. We'll take care of you. If you're, true. Depends on your, you know, super max or minimum security. There's there's layers to this. You can get a good prison if you just have the, the right connections, if you have the right privileges. So I, I don't know, like hearing, you know, hearing some of the reaction from people, I always get mad at the WNBA. They played a full season while this lady was in a cell. Like there should have been like this is the most activist league in in. They all, all got in a circle at half court, Fleeties. What else can they do? Well, and I, I even brought it up to my boss today. Like, oh well, when Jacob Blake got shot, they didn't even play. They took a whole week off, or not a week off. They took a whole day or two off, and then they were wearing shirts with bullet holes in them. Now, if you ask Jacob Blake, uh, and he and also like 
uh, my boss even said, like, well, hold on, that's a little different. Like, they're standing up against murder. And I was like, ah, it wasn't a murder. Jacob Blake's alive. And uh, and also, uh, if you ask his girlfriend, that the one who called the cops, he was trying to kidnap their children. So, you know, there's, like, all these different levels of when are we going to be protesters? When do we need to just play basketball and make money? You know, like, we talk – a lot of these cr- uh, critics, whenever they're protesting the government or protesting America, everyone tells them to shut up and hoop. You know, like, and then they get mad. Like, we're not just going to shut up and hoop. We're going to, you know, we're going to stand up for our rights. Your fucking teammate, and arguably, and I, I made this argument today, Brittany Griner is the most, she's the biggest superstar in the WNBA. Uh, she's, she's top one. She's the biggest name. She's the <laughs> tallest. She just, she probably draws the most eyes to the league in a negative or positive way, whatever. She's the Shaq. She's right the now. Shaq. She's yeah. She's she's just the number. She's the Roman Reigns of the WNBA. Because I even told my boss, I was like, okay, name. He was like, she's probably top five. And I go, I looked at him and I go, name your five. Because I knew, like, nobody <laughs> watches the WNBA like I do. I pay attention to it on the fringe, but I at least know. I know Diana Taurasi. I know Candace Parker. Malachi Black says, "Well, V. Lady Sue Bird." Sue Bird, yep. See, that's that was his number one. Sue Bird, obviously. And the one you said. I don't even know who Sue Bird is. Sue Bird is from the Seattle Storm. It sounds like I hear that in downtown LA. Sue Bird. She's also, she's also, uh, she she's dating uh, Megan Rapino. So Sue Bird and Megan, they had that. Oh. They were the ones that were suing The Rock for their XFL logo. You want to talk about somebody I want in a Russian gulag? <laughs> well, <sighs> she had, look, we, we, they're going to get her for tax evasion one day. It just depends on which <laughs> soil she's going to be on when that happens. So Sue Bird, and then I think uh, Skylar Diggins Smith. Everybody names her because she's hot. Candace Parker, and then he like, and that was it. And I was like, yeah, see, Brittany Griner, Diana Taurasi, Bella Del Don. Like, there's other players in this league, but. Brittany Griner is 6'9 and was a baller at Baylor. Like, you just, like, I always just imagine her as everybody. That's, if you put her on a poster, people would know who that was. If I put Sue Bird on a poster, you would say, oh, she's cute. Who's that? If you put Diana Taurasi, <laughs> you would say, oh, she looks like she's in the WNBA. Like, you can just tell Brittany Griner is the WNBA. So imagine if LeBron James was in a Russian penal colony. We would be losing our minds. We would be doing whatever we could. We would not be playing uh, a whole season. The Phoenix Mercury played a whole season without their star player while she was locked up. And, of course, they have, like, shirts, hashtag free BG. But don't worry. I'm going to keep playing. I'm not going to actually – I'm not going to be an activist when one of our own is actually being incarcerated, is probably going to be – probably going to die in the next nine years. I need to play basketball. But uh, – like what? What else do they protest? Like oh, like anything. Anything else comes up, we got to protest in solidarity. Even Steph Curry was bringing up uh, Brittany Griner at the opening night of the NBA. Hey, Brittany, we hope you come home. And if you don't, ah, we did our best. <laughs> yeah, I'm just in here thinking, like, dude, if fucking Johnny Manziel got arrested <laughs> in Russia, we would go after him. They would be well if, if the Heisman Trophy winner in college football is more important than the number one WNBA player. Yeah. Yeah. Is it cause it, cause it's football or because he's a man. It's cause he's white, you know, like, mm. well, and that's, and, and that's what people are trying to say is like, if it was just a white person, we would go get, we would go get her. 
No, uh, if it was LeBron, we would go get him. I also think if it wasn't Russia, if it was maybe another country, we had to pick yeah, Russia. Yeah, not a country currently at war that we might get in a fucking nuclear war exactly. with. Exactly. Like they have, they have a bar- it's not ruffle feathers here, Brittany. They have a bargaining chip right now. Like, oh, we have one of your Americans, and and of course, then the argument came out that like, oh, well, she's only in Russia because the WNBA doesn't make enough money. That's all relative. If you're making 200k to play in the WNBA, that's almost double what most. That's four times more than the average national income. So I think you should be happy with your $200,000. Let's not say like, oh well, I have to go work in Russia so I can like actually ball out. Like, what is this? Like you. Also, while your league operates at a loss, you're you're making yeah, and subsidized by the NBA. Well, and appar- apparently they make more money in Russia. So, if anything, become a Russian citizen, make more money there, obey their laws, yeah. become a citizen. Uh, uh, so, yeah, like, and of course, the political sides of it always comes in. I, I watched a great. Uh, it was on inflation. It was like dismantling political arguments in sixty seconds because I don't have time for that shit. And it was some guy like in his car talking about how inflation is a global problem. And he was like, for example, inflation in Turkey is up 83%. And, and I was thinking, I was like, well, who's the president of Turkey? Like, uh, like that was that was my initial thought. So this guy, he only has 60 seconds to dismantle arguments. He doesn't want to do any research. But the Turkey, pre- <laughs> the Turkey president is a huge Democrat. So it's, <laughs> so it's like when you're trying to say, like, it's a global problem. It's like, no, only the countries with Democrats are the ones that are having these massive issues. Because these are people that don't understand how the economy works. The government thinks they can just keep spending more and more money. And, oh, well, eventually inflation will go away. Like, and they even said it, like, in, the, in one of the articles I read, it even said he considers himself a conservative Democrat. And then you hear about how he's, like, he's like trying to not raise interest rates because he still wants people to be spending money. And usually, even Biden, like, you have to raise the interest rates to try and level out the inflation. And yeah. this guy didn't even do that. He lowered the interest <laughs> rates, and now the inflation is at 83%, which is nuts. So let's not pretend it's a global issue. So I love these political ar- political sides, too, because, again, hashtags and headlines. Every liberal has tricked themselves into thinking that, well, no, inflation was just going to happen. It was just automatic. There was After COVID, we were all going to pay double for chicken. Yeah, you gotta. I got to send you this. It's not a TikTok because I'm not on TikTok, but it's like a – short on youtube where this white guy is just interviewing random black people he's like uh so what party do you think abolished slavery yeah he's like oh democrats for sure and the guy's like no republicans yeah uh what party do you think abraham lincoln was (laughs) just what party founded the kkk well then republicans for sure yeah well, and I, and I love, like, because I've, I've got, so I've brought up that kind of stuff to, to Democrats, and they say, well, there was a switch. There was, like, the party, the team switched sides, you know. The, the mm-hmm. blue team started wearing red, and the red, I'm like, no, okay, let's settle down. Like, you could still go back and look at how long it took Republicans to be elected in the South. It wasn't, it was in, like, the 1900s, way after slavery had been abolished. So let's stop pretending that. Well, no, I mean, immediately, Abraham Lincoln was said he was a Republican, but once he freed the slaves, he was actually a Democrat. Like, the Demo- Republicans back then were always trying to raise uh, raise taxes to make more money for people. It's like, no, Abraham Lincoln was a fucking broke dude from a cabin with no power. And he was he, re- he learned how to read by candlelight, and he was reading the Bible. It wasn't like he was reading fucking Howard Zimm or whatever. So, no, this guy, 
we get it. We know which team. We know who's on what team, and and we know what team uh, uh, Brittany Griner is on. She's on the Phoenix Mercury. They played a whole season without her. Oh, she's on the Russian national team. No. I I kind of would actually be interested in that. That would actually be a good movie. Like it's got to be a movie, right? Girl goes to prison. Yeah. In what's a foreign land. what's the uh, one where the athlete got? Um, he's in like the World War Two or Vietnam camp. That was uh, unbreakable, and they even said, yeah. we will break you, and they never fucking broke him. So hang oh, in there, Brittany Griner. I'm actually on her side. Like, I will not watch another WNBA game until we bring Brittany Griner home. <laughs> so I, I, I think we need Brittany back. I don't think we should have parades in the street when Vegas wins. Can you believe that? They had, like, a parade and celebrated, and Kelsey Plum was there. I can forget. There's one girl that that is pretty attractive on the on the aces that everybody would, would really enjoy. But – yeah, very, very shocking. Uh, nine years. I mean, that's <laughs> – and honestly, when I heard nine years, it sounded not that bad, but it's – again, it's Russia. A fucking decade, bro. It's, but imagine they could have just said 30 years. You're American, 30 years. My daughter's 10. I would miss my whole daughter's life at this point. That is a good point. I'm, by the way, I'm on Baby Watch. I, I, I know that, that – if you're, if you're, Oh, it's any time now? We're any time. Yeah, I thought the baby was coming Saturday. My wife was even sitting on the couch. Uh-huh. She was Malachi doing- Black says, I'm protesting with Vilides never watching the WNBA again. That makes two of us. We have Nathan Weller on board. I uh, never have and never will watch it again, so don't worry. It takes all of us, all right? It's just like the end zones in the NFL, okay? It takes all of us. So thank you so much, Nathan, for supporting the cause. We will not be watching the WNBA until we get BG back. Uh, you know, we, you know what I was watching the other day though, Zach. I was watching baseball. Remember baseball, dude? I watched game five of the Phillies. What was that? Game five. That was game five. Yeah, it was. That was the <laughs> the, the, the clinching game. Maybe it was because every like baseball was on during football, so there was just like, hey, I got all these TVs and things to watch. I might as well watch baseball and Red Zone. And uh, yeah, it was kind of nice to watch playoff baseball. Hits different completely different dude that i was talking to my cousin so we were at my mom's house that day watching the game everybody's hanging out and i'm talking to my cousin like i fucking i don't think i have a more love-hate relationship with bryce harper <laughs> like he's such a fucking douchebag but i understand how good he really is yeah and then like two minutes later he wins that game by himself hitting that fucking home run I'm like, God respect it, dude. Yep. He's finally in the fucking World Series. He, Good for him. He did it. Well, he, he, you have to think of his journey there, like even leaving the Nationals, and then they won a World <laughs> Series without him. Like I laughed at him so hard for that. <laughs> and, and, you know, you, you look at that one of the biggest stars in baseball. Now, look, I'm I'm an Angels fan, so, like, you know, him getting there before Trout is kind of like a – it, it hurts. It hurts. And, my entire family are, like, diehard angels fans and we just all talked about everything we always talk about they yeah. fucking wasted his career they're wasting show hey all this shit and my uncle who's got season tickets was like yeah i've been like twice in the last four years <laughs> the first time we left in like the fifth inning to play euchre uh, and then the the next time we just didn't even go to the fucking game we stayed at home it's so hard to go to those games though because they are so like and I said this to, to one of my coworkers, where he, he's a Tigers fan, and he's like, "Hey, the Tigers are in last." And I go, "The Tigers don't have Trout. The Tigers don't have Shohei. Like the Angels have this roster. They always have this talent, 
And even in April, they were like the best team in the American League. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is the year. Like we got Noah Syndergaard. Like we have, we kind of have, we have Shohei and Noah. We we have a team that can maybe at least win the wild card. I don't think we're going to hold, we're not going to maintain this level for the entire season. And then they lost like 16 games in a row and they just collapsed. It was monumental collapse. And like, I, I always bring this up with the Dodgers. Like, when Adrian Gonzalez got hurt, Cody Bellinger stepped up. When when who, Matt Kemp got hurt, Yasiel Puig stepped up. Like, uh, somebody else got hurt. Oh, I think even when uh, Bellinger gets hurt, Max Muncy shows up out of nowhere. Like, the Dodgers always have a backfill that's better than the guy that's already there. The Angels are 100% the complete <laughs> fucking opposite. They are just so much... Hey, uh, like you have to trick yourself into thinking like Max Stassi is a good player. You got like when you're trying to compare the good angels to other good teams, you start to realize, oh, my gosh, no, 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 no. And that's why when you watch playoff baseball and you see how many good guys are all on the same team, it's like uh, it's eye opening. Like, wow, the angels suck. How did I think the angels were ever going to make it to 80 wins, let alone the playoffs? So yeah. I don't I mean, you got to. <sighs> In all these team sports, that's why Belichick and the Patriots were so good. They don't fucking overpay people. They don't have the best quarterback and the well, they did have the best quarterback. They don't have yeah. the best wide receiver and the best running back in the league and pay them way too much. And then their left tackle is Leatherwood. They just don't <laughs> fucking do that. You can't have Mike Trout, who could be the best player ever, and Shohei to bring people to the crowds. And then you have fucking nobody else. Like it's nobody. it's an absolute team sport. Yeah, there's nobody on that squad, and that's why when people- yeah, and you get rid of Noah. I, that's I was like, I didn't know Noah Syndergaard was on the fucking Phillies, and my uncle's like, wait, he was on the Angels, and I was like, well, good for him. Now yeah. he's in the playoffs. <laughs> now he's in the playoffs. One 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 uniform tweak, get him some pinstripes, get him in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, with baseball, it's even more so because. Like, you do look at these teams. I mean, the Phillies have Bryce, and he's a high-paid player. He's not as highly paid as Trout, but their lineup is still stacked enough around him that they were trying to win a World Series. The Angels roster has been rebuilding for, like, seven years. Like, there was that <laughs> one. Been rebuilding for, like, ten years. They had that year with Trout where they won. I think they won the American League West, and they had Trout. They had Josh Hamilton. They had uh, Albert Pujols, C.J. Wilson. Uh, Jared Weaver, I think, was in his final year. Like they had a bunch of guys all in that one. And I remember when they lost, they got swept by the Royals. I think every article was this was the year. Like this was it. Like everything's gonna fall apart next year, and it did. And I think that was in <laughs> 2010 or 11. So think about that. I'm talking about 11 years ago. The last time the Angels were like a threat. So how do you have Mike Trout and not find a way to build around that? Over a decade, a decade of having the best player in baseball, and you guys never built around him enough to make the playoffs. He's made the playoffs once in his career. the The best player in baseball has been in the playoffs once. So when he has three MVPs in one playoff appearance, I think that's a joke. Like, like I don't think you should be able to win MVPs without getting to the playoffs. But the Angels are so shitty. Sure, Trout's the only one that's allowed to do that. I think I mean I don't even know how how he can be so good. They drafted him, right? Yeah, that's oh, yeah. the only way they got him. Twenty fifth overall pick. Then they overpaid the fuck out of him, right? Oh, he's he's so he's always hurt. He would get an extension. So I remember he he signed like a, a ten year two fifty, 
And then once Bryce and Machado oh. got their $330 million deals, he got another raise. He said, yeah. give it to me. He bro. was like, hey, uh, I have a player. I think he has a player option after like three years. So they paid him $400 million and I think they got rid of the player option. So, so do you think it's – dude, if that was me, I'm making $400 million. I'm living in SoCal in Anaheim in Orange County, which is not fucking L.A. It's better. <laughs> I'm comfortable. Everybody thinks I'm the best of all time. I don't really care about championships that much. I'm going to fucking just ride this out. Yeah. I'm a made man. I don't give a fuck. That's what he's doing. I mean, he might not. He's going to retire with no World Series. And look, maybe by the time he's 39 and he's made all of his money, he'll probably go to the Yankees and win a, a throwaway World Series or something. Like, there's going to be a way that he finds a he gets that ring finally. But it's not going to be in an Angels uniform because they're paying him so much money. He's going to have to go to the Yankees, and the Angels are going to be paying half his salary. Write this down, everyone. This is probably <laughs> exactly what's going to happen. In the like, uh, right now, Trout I think is my age. I think he's thirty-one years old. So let's just say Malachi Black says it was four hundred and twenty-six thousand over twelve years. Four hundred twenty-six million over twelve years. Yeah. So he's making the most money, guaranteed, right? Guaranteed. Locked yeah. in. 100% so, guaranteed. So if I'm Mike Trout, and yeah. So he when could he, die today and his family gets that money. So when he does have a back injury and he wants to take two months off, why wouldn't he? Like, you guys you guys fucked up with this contract. So what's going to happen is in seven or eight years, he is going to be traded to, let's just throw the Yankees out there. Maybe you could even throw the Astros into this mix. Or who's another expensive, like another high-paying American League team, Boston. And he'll go to Boston. He's going to go there. The Angels are going to eat a majority of his contract. <laughs> he's going to be a deadline guy, so he's going to get traded in like July. And he's going to win a World Series with either the Red Sox or the Yankees. I'll even throw in the Orioles. There's like random teams that will be good at that at that moment in time. And he'll be able to go there and and win himself a World Series. And I don't know why I'm leaving National League teams out of there. He can absolutely just go to the Dodgers and win a fucking World Series. Like, Dodgers, yeah. fucking San Francisco. I could see that happening. Yeah, yeah. All of those teams that are willing to uh, that are willing to fuck that luxury tax. Pff, he's getting it for sure. So uh, this, that, I was going to ask you that, right? They're still luxury. Like you have unlimited. You just got to pay extra if you go over. Yeah. So and I I know why they do it because some teams do make it a, an effort to get under the luxury tax. Like they want to. Make sure that they're beneath that because it does cost a lot of money and you can't be saving that money. I don't know if it goes into a different pool later on, like signing bonuses and stuff. Like you want to be under the luxury tax. And well, I I'm just thinking now that has the opposite effect of what you want. If you have the most money in the league, you're fine paying the tax. And if you don't have fucking money, you're not going to pay the tax. Why not just get rid of the tax? And let the people who make less at least get a little extra out of it. Yeah. So, like, is that where it goes? Is it, Because there are small market teams like the A's, like Tampa. There's teams that find a way to compete. Like, Tampa was in the World Series, you know, three years ago. Like, there's teams that find a way to compete in the smaller markets. They should be getting something out of this luxury tax. Because what is it? It's like California. What does that tax revenue go to? I always ask, like, where does the money go? Like, Newsom's what? pocket. Yeah. Like, did you hear California has the, the fourth largest economy or something like in the world? In like, the world, just surpassed Germany. Yeah. They're, they're saying that as a state, the economy is the fourth largest. Now, I, I and then. And do you know how much I paid for gas while I was there? <laughs> well, that's, that's what people were commenting all over Instagram. Woo! 
People were putting all kind like uh, six dollars for gas, five dollars for gas. Uh, Dude, diesel was over seven dollars. R- rent is double what it's uh, what it is where people are like moving to. Because I that, think probably fifty percent of their GDP is just tax. It's got to be right. Hey, we're the largest economy because the money is moving so much because we just tax the tax the shit out of everybody, and they have their own gas tax, so they're definitely making a bunch of money off the people there. Even if your income tax isn't that big, your gas tax is fucking killing you. So yeah, there's definitely a lot. There's definitely levels to this. And I, still, I know it's there, but I don't think of it. Do you want a bag at the grocery store? <laughs> Where does that money go? Or is it just, hey, you paid 10 cents for the bag. They're higher quality bags. So they, when you when we throw them in the ocean, they, they you don't can use them twice instead of once. I don't know what the, the, the where does the 10 cent thing come from? Just get rid of the fucking bags then. Like, I, like the whole 10 cent thing is so condescending. Like you guys are just pocketing this 10 cents. Like, you know the best part? I was in fucking, uh, Barstow on the way back, the gas station girl's like, Do you want a bag? And I'm like, Put that I didn't get charged because she gave me a fucking paper bag. Oh, pa- at a gas station, paper bag. Well, and- have you ever seen that? A, a paper, not a brown bag for a drink. Oh, a full on paper bag with fucking handles. Oh, like a Trader Joe's. I didn't know they did that at yeah. gas stations. Like, no, that's that's pretty bouge. Hats off to Barstow then. Um, but yeah, like all of that is so silly to me. The the paying for bags and and I always bring it up. Like, where does that money go? Hey, we're gonna use like Colorado uses their marijuana revenue to pay for schools. Why are teachers still fleeing California because they can't get jobs? Like there's there there's so there's so much that people just hey California's great uh, no it's not it's like the fucking worst I'm getting blown up on LinkedIn everybody's adding me um, so good. so let's talk World Series are we thinking now the Phillies are uh, not favorite oh, wait, wait 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 before we move on I just found what is California's quarterly wait is this quarterly yes. Quarterly revenue forecast for taxes. Oh, what does that mean? Like how much money we're going to be making off of just that? Just taxes. I can't even guess how much money, like how much is a lot? How much is too little? Give me the numbers. So this article is focusing on the deficit from what they forecasted. And as of September, they were 7 billion under what they forecasted. 7 billion under under okay that's which is a big deal yeah that seems like a lot but for them it's like not even a big percent so i'm not sure how much they fucking make because it's insane <laughs> here uh, probably on purpose but also you have to imagine like they're losing so much population because everybody's fleeing california so when they have these budgets and forecasts for their tax revenue and they're losing residents and then people like me who only lived there for five months in uh, 2016 or 15, I still owed them money. Like I still owe them 250 after I left. So they definitely got to think about all the people coming in. Don't pay tax. Yeah. All the uh, undocumented citizens, uh, all of those, all of them who are coming in. They definitely don't. Are they just called migrants now? What are they? What's the new buzzword for them? Is it my? It might be migrants. Yeah, all the migrants that are coming in from Mexico. Yeah, they're not paying taxes. Did you see New York City built them like a daycare with like Xboxes and shit? 
Dude, New York City. Did you see the big win we got, though? Oh, they're the back pay. The New York Supreme Court. Because uh, when I watch shows like Blue Bloods or when you watch show uh, like Law and Order, you kind of look at New York as like blue collar town. You know, like they come off as like this this haven of Irish Catholics. And you're thinking, is that New York? Because it's always like super liberal and completely opposite of how I like the shows portray them. Uh, but a huge win, New York Supreme Court. Uh, if you lost your job because of COVID, they're even offering back pay or trying to force that. How do they do that? So I, what I thought I saw was they had to rehire everybody, reinstate them with back pay all the way back to Ooh, when they were fired. Damn. Well, good. That's a huge win. Congra- <laughs> That's a big fucking win. Well, and I and look, I, I am vaccinated. I always like to throw that out there, everybody. Your boy is vaccinated. <laughs> all right. Like, don't lose sight of that. But yeah, fuck all that. Like, even, you know, my wife got vaccinated just so we can travel. Like, that's such a weird, hey, we're doing this for you. It's like, no, I don't want you to do this. Oh, by the way, during the World or during the, the Yankees and the Astros, that fucking Muppets thing, or not Muppets, Sesame Street, that Elmo COVID thing, every commercial break. Every commercial break. And even Ralphie's sitting there like, Daddy, Elmo. I'm like, yeah, Elmo and his creepy dad. <laughs> I was like, I was like, so, yeah, it's clearly like, oh, I want to get a shot too, like Elmo. Like, so they try and portray, like, hey, hey, uh, hey, parents, we, we know you have questions, but it's also like the kid looking at Elmo going, well, shit, I'd like to get, you know, I want to bandage like Elmo. Yep. We as soon as that shit comes, I would even in the hotel in California it would come on fucking randomly. I thought it was just a thing because we're on Hulu, so like the ads are targeted. But no, right. it's just regular ads all the time, all the time. Every and week. by the way, I found the number twenty twenty two. They're expected to bring in one hundred fifty eight billion dollars in tax in California, and that's just hey, whatever. It's the I mean, weather's nice. We, There's homeless people everywhere, but the weather's nice. You know what their expenditures are? No, what are they? What do they expend money on? One hundred and sixty-four billion. So, so they're, they're what are they doing with all that money? Fucking loss. <laughs> what are they doing with all that money? How? I don't know. Fourth largest. Two says me and my other coworker that didn't get the vaccine are the only ones in our building that never got covered. <laughs> they never got Good COVID. Good for you. They, they were the only ones who didn't. Because that is another like bullshit thing. Like people getting COVID. And then are people getting vaccinated and then not having to wear masks, not having to obey all these rules that prevent the spread because the vaccine never prevented the spread. Where's that guy? Where's the guy who dismantles political arguments in 60 seconds? I'm sure it's almost a Trump voice for you, too, is really good. Where's that guy? They never said they, it would never prevented it. Yeah, they 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 instead of very Trump. It wasn't supposed to prevent it, but you can not wear a mask. It was all bullshit. It was all poppy. wait. Let's clarify. It was supposed to prevent it. It doesn't prevent. Well, it. I remember just getting into that discussion with my cousin, where she was like, "They never said it was going to do that," and I go, "I said, well, why wouldn't they? Like, if I'm building a vaccine to save lives, wouldn't I try and and make a vaccine that prevented the spread?" Like, they did say it was going to do that. And and they did say it makes it. Uh, there's all kinds of people on CNN and uh, even your boy Sanjay. Malachi Black says, I've had the two vaccines and was positive for with COVID for 19 days. I thought I was going to die. Fuck yeah, booster. Yeah, boost. Yeah, the COVID, the 19-day COVID was your booster. But there were people saying you are less likely to contract COVID. It's like, no, that's not true. Why are we okay saying that? 
uh, and Spotify, go ahead and put the the marker on this for COVID <laughs> misinformation. Does anyone ever look at those and click on that and like, oh, this? Thank God this was here. There's no way. Everybody looks at those and knows. Oh, propaganda. Fuck this. It's the same as fucking bending the knee for anything else, Fleeties. All your pride, like the company pride flag, is that really doing anything? No. Is anybody going to look into it? They're going to be like, oh, what is that? Yeah. What are, what are you bringing awareness to? Yeah. Well, especially that whole month. Like everybody does it. And then as soon as July 1st starts, they're like, oh my gosh. As like, I'm wearing a fucking rainbow hat. Is that, that a okay? pride hat though? That's a cool hat. No, it's the... Uh, NFL's cancer awareness hat. Yeah, intercept month. cancer, which everything's a rainbow. Yeah. So everything's gay and everything's a rainbow. See? Right um, there. So let's th- let's talk serious. Crucial catch, ladies. You got to catch cancer early. That is true. Prostate exams daily. Uh, I think they just do the rainbow so that not one ribbon is represented. It's all of them. Well, because Bre- Susan, Susan G. Komen got like hit. You know, that was the one where they had the most marketing and then they found out like five percent of their donations went to cancer research and the rest of it went to the employees and the marketing team so you know pay attention what you're donating to black lives matter (laughs) so uh the phillies and the astros uh game one is on the 28th which is in three days so the world series kicks off this weekend um obviously the odds on favorite is the astros i don't even like i want to pretend that i think the phillies have a chance but they don't. They're going up against the Strohs, dude. Like, the Strohs are going to win. I have too many straw. Like, everybody hates the Astros. I can't be unbiased in this pick. I, I'm so I, – like, because I even was talking to an Astros fan in the elevator today. She called her. She called themselves the underdogs. She thought they were the underdogs. I go, well, hold on. No, you guys are like – you guys are the big dogs. You guys own most of the yard, but all 29 other dogs hate your ass. Like, they hate you. They fucking hate the Astros because they do have a good roster, but it, they did have to cheat to win a World Series. Like, that's why the Astros are always going to be hated because it, and everyone could say, oh, they had a, their batting average on the road was just as good. Doesn't fucking matter. Uh, it does not matter. You had to cheat to win a World Series. Thank you, Mal, for the subscription, brother. I really do appreciate that. First blood. We're in the arena. I, we're in the arena, Geezy. We're playing against somebody. I never know what we're doing in the arena. But we always win in the arena. Nobody ever competes. Yeah, well, because Trovo's trying hard. They really want people to just keep pouring money in this fucking tr- tr- Twitch ripoff. So I'm leaning. <laughs> I, 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 I'm. Do we do we even wager on this? It's so obviously the Ast- or the Astros, but you don't win money to just bet that the Astros are going to win the World Series, right? No, I mean, if you take the money, no, you don't just bet. You gotta. Like game one is in Houston, right? If we said it's like if you want to less than double your money, let's bet it. Right? Yeah, which I think I did the other day. I put like ten bucks down to one eight, and I was like, perfect. Uh, I I did win money this weekend though, Zach. I I threw a parlay together for the UFC that paid pretty well. you know, times. Oh, Malachi yeah. Black with the fireball. Um, we had a pretty good little weekend. I was betting with my, my my coworker did win most of the money. I lost some money last night, by the way. I took the under on the fucking Patriots game, and the Bears scored thirty three points. Best game of their life. The Bears tore it up, baby. I was looking at forty four and a half as the spread, and I'm like forty four and a half. Like this game is going to be like twenty to ten, maybe. 
So I'm like, no, this is definitely – I'm taking the under. And I think when you add the points together, I think it was like 47. So, again, the odds makers, they know exactly what they're doing. They're very good at their jobs. Um, but how, how much have we put in and what are – we're at 336. I did also – up, right? We the G-spot says AFC East is goaded right now. My coworker – it is goaded. Uh, my coworker, uh, who I was with watching the UFC fight, he put forty down on Sean O'Malley to win, which happened. So he got like, yeah. he got up to like ninety bucks, and then he put fifty dollars on OSU to beat Texas, and this was while OSU was down by ten or something, and he <laughs> made like two hundred and something dollars off of that. <laughs> like he made so much fucking money off of that one win on his account or on, on this it's account? on my account. Yeah, he doesn't have. Oh a fuck, he doesn't have a Bovada account. So we were pouring money money into it at the bar because I put that parlay together for the UFC, uh, which was also very very fun. Uh, he also lost he lost money on this parlay. He had Minnesota uh, winning and they they got their asses kicked by Penn State. Um, or no, he had with the spread they lost by more than seventeen and a half. So I threw together some parlays. None of them hit. Uh, I finally figured out the round robin, by the way. Did I tell you the round robin, <laughs> that how it works? You said you figured it out, but I have no clue how it works. Okay, so you pick three teams, right? Like, So for this one, the afternoon games on Sunday, I was looking at the Chargers, uh, I was looking at the Chiefs, and I was looking at the Raiders, and I thought all three of these teams are going to win. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to bet on them to win their games. Chiefs, I think I took the spread because they were – uh, they yeah they were only they were only minus one. I was like they're gonna win by minus one. Yeah, I was like they're gonna win by a hundred. People thought the Niners were gonna compete. They were like best defense in the NFL. So well, they and they got fucking McCaffrey. Don't forget. So when you put three teams a- a- together, the round robin creates every combination of that in a parlay. So you look out of the three teams, I have the Chiefs and the Chargers, and then I have the Raiders and the Chargers, and then I have the Raiders and the Chiefs. So you get all three of those parlays. Uh, created so uh, out of betting the $15 I made 12 bucks because that only only one of the parlays hit now if all three of them hit like I thought they would I would have made uh, you know like 40 or 50 bucks so it's you know hopefully your parlays do work out but this is almost a way to protect yourself in case the chargers fuck it up so, because the, the Chargers, the Seahawks, I was, I ended up rooting for the Seahawks because it was just so fun to watch Gino be Gino, and he's the most accurate quarterback in the NFL this season. It's like the wackiest season of football, uh, so it's so fun to watch. But yeah, so the round robin is actually not a terrible idea. I won eight, yeah, I see, I won eight bucks uh, betting on the Bears to win last night. Uh, dude, what's up with what's up with the Patriots? What I, I was talking about this at work today. Why are they okay with these two young quarterbacks? Why don't they have a veteran who comes in and, and knows what he's doing? They haven't done that in a long time. The guy they brought in last time was uh, fucking unproven right off the bench. I don't. Well, I mean, Zappy's been good. Malak High Black says Mania. Geno Smith for MVP. I'm not against it. You want to throw money on that? <laughs> <laughs> right now it might be too late yeah. should have done it preseason yeah. oh if we did it preseason the spread would have been huge on that Ten thousand and one, guaranteed because i'm thinking like i'm thinking that they brought in cam newton right for that one year and it didn't really work out cam got COVID a few times he never really played up to his up to what he once was so i get that but you go on you get mac jones and it kind of worked it wasn't as dominant and as impressive as you thought 
You then draft Bailey Zappi in the fourth round this year. So you're clearly not – and that doesn't always mean like, oh, we, we're drafting him to start. But you do draft a quarterback. Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm watching the offense last night. Three, three awful drives by Mac Jones, and then they bring in Bailey Zappi. He throws a touchdown. And then after that, he fumbles. And they get those an interception. So the offense just could not find a rhythm. And all I'm wondering is, like, why don't, the, why don't they have Mariota? Like, why don't they have somebody with a little more seasoning on them to come in and try and run this offense? Because now you're having a quarterback controversy with two kids. Like, these guys don't have that much experience. <laughs> and if you're a Bill Belichick, I mean, what is he? The, he's the second oldest coach in the NFL. Like, you kind of, you're kind of up against the clock in a couple ways. I'm trying to think, like, who is a starter that would fit in there? And I can really only think of one right now, and he's completely locked up. Stafford? Who do you th- – yep. <laughs> That's the only person in the NFL that I could think of that would be, like, a legit Patriots quarterback. Well, and what – like, offseason, they didn't get Jimmy G. I guess Jimmy G had that shoulder surgery, so it kind of made it hard They're for They're not going to – they fucking already got rid of Jimmy G. They're not going to bring him back. Well, so Jimmy G was one that I thought could have worked because, look, if, if – if you're not sold on Mac Jones and you're already doing this song and dance with Bailey Zappi, like there, there was Mac Jones who was available. I don't think Baker would have been a good fit. I really, I agree. Like, good job to stay away from Baker Mayfield. Um, there's a couple like who who else was like on the market this off season that might have been attractive? Like Teddy Bridgewater, I can't see that mm, work. Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill could be somebody that because he's already upset that they drafted Malik Willis, so that could be an opportunity for for him to move on but i don't know you just look at the patriots not happy with mac jones already leaning on bailey zappy who how long is that gonna last he's gonna be in his second year and like let's go to the next season you're trying to figure out if you like bailey zappy or not uh there's got stafford would have been a great pick if they were able to get him when he was the free agent or, or when they traded for him that would have worked out well Matt Ryan, who just got shut down for the season, like just somebody else. Because, like I said, if you're not sold on your quarterback, why are you getting another rookie quarterback? Why not get a Brian Hoyer in here to, to at least hold? I guess they did have a Brian Hoyer, right? Didn't he get hurt or something? <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> like th- there, there were other options here. So I don't know. Like watching them last night was so frustrating because they had that big play with Jacoby Myers, and the rest of the game, they just looked sluggish. Yeah, it was absolute fucking terrible weather too. I just Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm I'm in for the long haul. It's okay. I've had twenty good years. We can figure it out for a little while. Yeah. Wait for somebody to come up. I don't I don't know what else they can do. Like the NFL, we're in a new era. All the old guys are pretty much gone. Yep. I would take Fitzpatrick <laughs> from Nathan, that's for sure. But did you hear his story I, about Tom Brady? Why he hates Tom Brady? Fitzpatrick? Yeah. No. Oh, when he was in Buffalo. Because he was in Buffalo for like three or four years. And they mm-hmm. always lost. They always lost to the Patriots. And then it was like his his final game against the uh, against the Patriots. Or, well, as a bill. They won. Buffalo won the game. And at the end of it, Tannehill goes to midfield to shake hands with Brady. And Brady heads to the to the. Uh, heads of the locker room. He's no, not shaking any hands. You're so, a fucking backup. I'm not shaking. So, any hands. so Fitzpatrick was like, okay, you, okay, fucker. Like, 
you know, you don't you don't respect me as a, as one of your peers as like a quarterback. Nope. So I think, and I and I don't, and I I think he did explain this. He then went to the Dolphins and he beat Brady in a Dolphins uniform, and then he went to the Jets and he beat Brady in a Jets uniform. So he's like one of the only quarterbacks to beat Tom Brady on multiple different teams and <laughs> like a certain because obviously ten or Fitzpatrick was such a journeyman. Like he played on every fucking team. Uh, he played. Well, on- I mean, he can get all those wins printed on a T-shirt, and that'll be his championship. Ring. He did it. He did it. He beat Brady. I just thought it was funny though. Like Brady, big dog, this fucking guy, and uh, <laughs> and Brady has that. I mean, that's happened a few times. You know, like the stories of Tom, like not wanting to go to the Pro Bowl and stuff like that. Like I get it. I, I wouldn't want to go to the Pro Bowl either. Like my standard is Super Bowl. I don't want to go to the freaking like consolation prize and hang the out. The loser bowl. Yeah, I don't want to hang out with all my you're loser You're only friends. in it if your team's not in the playoffs. When it was at the end of the season after the Super Bowl, it kind of made sense. Like, the Super Bowl champs could go brag to the other guys. Like, we won the Super Bowl, but you guys are good too. Like, having it the week before the Super Bowl kind of sucks. You know, like I nobody watches it anyway, but. Isn't that the week of the national championship too? Yeah, there's, the Pro Bowl's on like a Saturday, and then the Monday is the national championship. <laughs> Skip me, dude. I, I, I like the Pro the, Bowl, yeah. all the all star games, they're fucking stupid. Just have, I mean, the home run derby in baseball is probably the only good thing. Malachi about any Black of that. says Patriots can have Kyler <laughs> or no, Josh look, Rosen. <laughs> he's chosen. But, like, are you even going to watch the skills competition in the NBA? Uh, I mean, the NFL one's not bad. When they used to have like QB camp, yeah, that QB the QB comp. camp that was fun. Brett but. Favre had that whole video game based on the QB competition. Like <laughs> those were fun to watch, and but but you got to way more fun than the game. Yeah, the game is so. I mean, it should just be flag at this point. Like that's really they, all that it to is. make it interesting. It'd have to be like a ten million dollar bonus per player if you win the All Star game. Yeah, yeah, it'd have to be insane money to get them to, to even participate. I like the idea of having a toilet bowl, having the two worst seeds play each other. The winner gets the first overall pick. Like at least That'd be sick. put some stakes on it or something. Like that would at no, least No, second place gets like the fifteenth pick. Oh, so they yeah. Although you should be second, you're at fifteen. Yeah, you do not want to lose this game. Like you have to try. <laughs> you do not want to not get a pick. So that would be that would be grim if anything. You got Goodell's number, right? We can shoot that. I'll let him. We always have great ideas, like the poison dart. Instead of uh, policemen don't have guns anymore, they have poison darts. Once you get hit you with got the thirty dart, minutes, you got thirty minutes. We got to get you downtown. The antidote's downtown. We got to get you locked up. Uh, so we have is this? So we got a game in London. Do we have two games mm. in London? No, just one game, right? We got Stay away from London. Yeah, London is rough to bet on. Oh, games. and the Buccaneers got absolutely fucked last week. How what happened? So I was not watching football for the early window. I, I saw some of the highlights. That game didn't they didn't even show highlights of that. They were like, nah, you're you're good. You don't need to watch this shit. Was it Ryan Anderson being traded? Is that the, is that all that it takes? I guess so. It- you got to think everybody's like, oh well, the Panthers are fucked. They're trading away their, they're trading away their Mike Trout. Yeah, and they win twenty-one to three against the Super Bowl champs from two years ago. Yeah, against Brady. I mean, just you can even just say it like that. Tom Brady put up no touchdowns, three points. Like, what happened to this Yikes. offense that could score at will 
where they did have – I mean, they still have Mike Evans. They have – I don't know if Godwin's playing or not. But, dude, they should be winning games. Like, what? why do they look so flat? Why – the NFC is wide open. I remember at the beginning of the season, everybody was like, well, we got the – NFC West is going to be competitive. But other than that, Bucks and Packers, baby. And the Vikings have <laughs> – Packers are fucking terrible, the Vi- too. The Vikings only have one loss. Uh, they look they look really good, and here we have the Packers who can't pull it together. Packers lose against your Washington Commanders. Yeah, my favorite team, the Commanders, uh, with Taylor fucking Heineke as their starter, was able to beat <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. So that's why the parlay is going to be fun this week. You never know what's going to happen in the NFL. So let's go through. Let's go ahead and cross out the Thursday game. Maybe we'll do like a spot wager during the game or something. Ravens and Buccaneers. I have full confidence that the Ravens are going to win, but maybe the Buccaneers are going to have a get-right game. Maybe giving them a, a point and a half at home. They don't have to travel. Maybe this will be another way for them to rebound. Uh, but after these last couple of performances, it's really easy to say the Buccaneers lose. Is it the divorce? Why does Brady not play well? <laughs> yeah, it's up in the air. I, AB has just gotten his head at this point. But I I am kind of interested pick, taking the Jaguars minus three. Jags minus three. Uh, against the Broncos? Because the I, Jags almost beat the Giants this week. The Jags are not terrible. Now, now again, this is a Wembley game. And the Jaguars did just trade James Robinson, which I thought was interesting. Because in week one, Travis Etienne looked like shit. Like, it kind of felt... It felt obvious that, oh, we we made a mistake by thinking this guy was going to be the number one back. We have a James Robinson. Let's go with James Robinson. For them to trade James Robinson and now lean solely on Etienne, kind of a bizarre move. What, what, what? He balled out. I got him on my one of my fancy teams, and I'm glad because he actually got some fucking points finally. I don't want to put the Wembley game as part of a parlay. Because okay. I don't want to, I don't want to fuck a parlay. Oh, those are both London or just that? No, one? no, no. The Ravens game is a Thursday game, and then the Bronco game is the Wembley game. Uh, yeah, fuck the. I hate those games. So Skip let's it. start with the with if you're in the Central Time Zone, this is the noon slot. Cardinals and Vikings, uh, four point spread. Cardinals being given four. I kind of hate that because I feel like that's an easy. I game. hate it. Yeah, I'm liking Vikings. They also, I'm checking. We're on. A bye last week. They were on a bye last week. They have. Uh, I love their offense. I really do like Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen still playing pretty well at his advanced age. Dalvin Cook. Uh, but Arizona, Kyler seems to be able to score. Uh, why wouldn't they? Four points? They could win this game. I don't know, man. I. The Cardinals are three and four. They just beat the Saints, who the Saints are terrible. Saints aren't good. It was a Thursday game, so even though the Vikings had a bye week, Cardinals had a mini bye with that Thursday game. And then the Cardinals lost to the Seahawks two weeks ago by ten points. That's Geno though. Geno's unstoppable. Uh, let's. You want to go Vikings money line? We could just do money line on that one. Yeah, let's do money line. All right, because I think yeah. the Vikings will win. Sorry, Nathan Weller. Uh, I like the Vikings to win that game. Panthers and Falcons. Nope. Uh, Panthers are plus four and a half. Isn't that rough? Because that's so juicy. Like, they could win that game. This, this game is such a crapshoot because the Falcons didn't cover for me last week, and I thought they would. So we could skip over. That's a trash game. That's a trap and a trash. 
Cow- I'm all in on the Cowboys. Cowboys so and Bears. Let's go money line. Ten points is too much. You never know. I just watched the Bears put up 33 points, so uh, I never know what's going to happen. Although that pa- that Cowboy defense is elite. They elite. They are- and by Cowboys defense, you mean Micah Parsons? Micah Parsons is a game wrecker. He is amazing. And then back there, and then Trevon Diggs is in the back. Nine points is a lot. I hate doing the really large spreads like that because the Cowboys did win by 14 against Detroit, but their offense didn't click that well. So, yeah, yeah. they could score more points than that. But Just take them straight up. Let's Just take go them straight, straight up. up. We're getting too greedy every week. Every week we, we do something ridiculous. Raiders minus two against the, the Saints in New Orleans. Mm. They play. So this is one thing I definitely can say to the Raiders. They played down to their competition last week for the first half. They the 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 Texans looked like they could have won that game, and then the second half the Raiders really flipped that switch and turned it on. They won by eighteen. So two the Texans have one win though. Come on. Well, and I was gonna say the the say is Malachi Black says Raiders are fucking trash. Okay, two and four almost beat your Cardinals if it wasn't. (laughs) And that guy fumbled it by the way before he got in the end zone and didn't review that. You almost beat four teams. Yeah, we've almost beat four different teams. So I think Raiders minus two is actually pretty Mm-mm. pretty Put good. All right, we won't bet the Raiders. It's emotional. You don't even think so they're gonna I, win? I, I was li- no. I, emotional is Cowboys. Okay, get rid of the. Don't touch the fucking Raiders. <laughs> but what I was reading is on parlays, we got to stick to like three or four at the most. Oh, for our best odds for the best odds. But we're going to do round robin anyway. So that's why I'm saying, we oh, could, fuck, we could throw some of these in. If we just do like, let's say we, we put two bucks and there's like 13 parlays. I mean, we're throwing twenty six dollars in. we're going to make money. Stuff's going to hit, dude. So I'm looking at the Raiders. No, I'm going Dolphins <laughs> over Lions. Easy Dolphins over Lions. Easy win on the money line there. Uh Patriots Jets. Did we just pick the Jets because they're our team. The- <laughs> they always win when we pick against. I don't, but they always lose when I pick for them. Like I remember that I'll never forget when I had them beating, uh, when I had them covering the spread against the the Bengals. They had like seven and a half points. They had to cover that and they didn't. They lost by like thirteen. So it's it's hard to go Jets, but that offense is clicking. They they James Robinson's a new tool. So there's no film on that. But. No, we're we're gonna stick to three or four. We're going Eagles over Steelers money line guarantee. Eagles for sure, big dub for for our boys. So we got four games right here. We could just do an outright parlay, and you throw ten bucks in. You win, you only win twenty four when you do that. Oh, fuck, because they're all money line, like big money. They're lines. All money line. Like, let's keep growing the money line. Um, okay. So I'm good with with Eagles. I like the Titans over the Texans. Only minus one thirty. That's that's not a lot. That is not a lot. You're correct. I like the wait. The Giants are plus one thirty over the Seahawks. The Giants, yeah. The Seahawks are at home. Gino being Gino. I mean, we could take the spread. Give the Giants three points. Because yeah, I think, do it. I think they could win it. that game, unless they know something we don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that's that does seem a bit of like a bit of a strange spread. Um, the Rams are dogs. At Take home, the Rams. Take them. The Rams are dogs at home against the Niners, who just got blown out by the Chiefs. Oh, then you take the Bills money line over the Packers. Bills money line for sure. That's just an easy. We can throw that in. Watch, watch uh, Rogers have the game of his career. Um, 
Commanders and Colts. We want to touch that. Sam, uh, no. Sam Ellinger no. making his career start for the Colts. You don't think nope. that the Commanders are going to stomp on him? Nope. Bet it. Put 20 bucks on this. On this? Okay, on what we yeah. got right now. So if we do the round robin, so risk per bet. Let's say we do, if we do, what is it, one? Yeah, you're going to need a dollar. Yeah, so if you do a dollar, how many how many options are there? Yeah, total stake is 119 because there's a lot. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. <laughs> you don't want to do this straight up 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Just throw it down on a parlay. Let's go. 20 bucks wins 270. That sounds pretty good, right? 10 times? Yeah. 10 that's X. all money lines. That's Giants. Or that's Giants plus three, by the way. Giants yeah. plus three, Vikings, Dolphins, Eagles, Bills, Cowboys, Rams plus one and a half. 20 down, 270 in our in our pockets. Place the bet. Watch the Giants fuck this up. But I'm excited. I think that's a good one. I think we're in a good place here. Uh and I I'm excited. I think this makes it does make watching the games more fun cuz I like I have so many fantasy leagues. I can't keep up. I forgot to set a lineup this past week. I felt so terrible. The girl <laughs> I was playing at work was like, "You didn't set your lineup." Didn't even, didn't even feel like I won. I was like, "Well, you're, this is league number six. It's the only one on this app. You know, it's very, it's very, very. This is rough. So, um, and then uh, Nathan in the chat. They don't have Brees Hall or Varen Tucker anymore. I don't think they need Brees Hall. They got James Robinson from the Jaguars. They're gonna ball out, New York, baby. We're balling, baby. We're going in. We didn't pick the Jets. Actually, we picked the Giants. So why? Is yeah, fuck that? the Jets, dude. The Jets stink. We're all about it. Uh, and the Raiders are winning. I'm going to throw money on that while you guys aren't looking. So Go ahead. I, Whatever you win from that, that's all yours, buddy. That's me. I think we did it, folks. We covered it all. We covered uh, Brittany Griner. We talked about the World Series and Mike Trout. Of course, we got a little political. I mean, how to dismantle a, a political argument in 60 seconds never works because if you do a little bit more research, you'll realize you're a fucking idiot. Um all of it. Football. We talked about the Patriots and the rookie quarterbacks. We put together a seventeen part. Malachi Black says, "What about a? What about? No, we're not talking about ub. You know why, ladies? Because we did it so well that it's perfectly timed that I can't hold this piss anymore. Oh, that's amazing. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna grab it's our hard out. We're gonna grab our friend Sonic Gino. <laughs> Geezy, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Let's play a song. We'll get reset. Have a good night, my friend. Later, bros. If Have a good one. If you're listening on the podcast, uh, yes, I'm here live, trouble.live slash Vleeties. And again, thank you for downloading. Uh, now, this is just, this part isn't live right here, this final part. But again, thank you so much for listening. If you did make it to this part, uh, rate and review iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're at. I really do appreciate it. Uh, the kiddo is coming. So uh, with that means... To, to really focus on this as well. You know, I want to make this grow and get the podcast audience bigger and bigger and then in, even improve the Subscribestar audience too. Subscribestar.com slash Fleeties. $2 a month. Tons of archived uh, audio. So much good entertainment on there. So I will continue to improve that service. But I appreciate you downloading and enjoy the rest of your day slash night. But to him, it's like, dude, whatever you need, man. Whatever you need, bro. Like, I got you. It's like, I don't need you to got me. Like, I don't know why that's like, those are all my <laughs> I don't options. I need you to got me. Like, I, don't, I don't know why these are all the options that I have. So, all right, okay. it's time. Let's hit the live button. Start streaming. So, it's going to be random, but the title of this episode is, I don't need you to got me, right? <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, it won't fit at all. Like, I don't need you to got me. Because that's how I feel. Like, he... Well, we're live now. And he may, who knows? He could be lingering around somewhere. But, yeah, I, I, like, I'll, I'll leave it at this. Like, on Wednesday, uh, I came back to work. I worked a little bit after the funeral. And he just was, like, trying to be chummy and, like, buddy-buddy. And I was, like, not having it. I wasn't in the mood, you know? And he's like, what's wrong? I was like, I went to a fucking funeral for a three-year-old. I don't feel like dicking around today. So, like, that's kind of – that's where my head was at. So, maybe that's on me. But – uh yeah and and it, look I, i'm a transplant too like i live here i moved here from california i don't have a ton of friends so maybe he's kind of going through that too i don't know it's because even later in that week i had to help somebody from chicago he doesn't have a ton of friends i helped him move but at least he's honest with me you know he's like dude i don't have any guy friends here and i was like sweet all right at least you were honest and came out with that information so um, well, you know, if he's that buddy, buddy, he for sure listens. So you got to delete this from the recording. That's true. Yeah. Now, all of this is exclusive. This is live only. This is privileged information for the privileged crowd. Um, let me fix that real quick. But uh, yeah, you know, it, it, it's been it's been quite the whirlwind of emotion. That's for sure. Like that's that's how I've been feeling like all week. It's just been like fucking like <laughs> you never can go to a funeral for a three year old and like be good. You know, like that's always. It just sucked. It was really awful being there. And like, it was nice to see people that I haven't seen in a while. And we all kept, like, saying the same thing. Like, you know, hey, next time we all see each other, better circumstances, huh? Like, that's, that's <laughs> like we were all doing that. So, um, onward and upward, I guess. So, let's take a look. Let's go at everyone. We back. Trovo.live slash ladies. Oh, send now to 106. The Discord's been popping, dude. People have been, like, really jumping in that Discord lately. I'm not sure if it's, uh, like, you, it's got to be YouTube-related because we had a video kind of blow up on YouTube. We're in, a, we're in a YouTube feud right now with some chick. <laughs> I saw that. Which was funny because, like, Rizzo was like, you got to watch this. And I almost wish I didn't see it. You know, I didn't want to know. <laughs> I don't like when people are talking shit about me on the Internet. Like, I don't want to go watch it because I, I was, like, thinking about it the next day, like, like, why were they mean to me? But I guess, you know, I was talking shit about them, so they had a reason. But 